I'm not even going to do Hey guys, and uh, welcome to the first segment of the Three Stooges NBA Show podcast. Uh, today we're going to be counting down the top 10 point guards currently in the NBA from uh, 10 to 1. And with me, I have Nasim and John joined in on the call. Uh, Yo, what's good? You guys can say hi. Hello. All right. Hello. Hello. All right. So, uh, John, if you want to count, uh, John, you can say like your Hello. 10. Nasim will say his 10, and then I'll say mine. Okay. No, I think okay. we should go uh, like at the same time. Like we rank our 10, then 9. All right. All right. Just go. So my one, I have or my ten, I have Curry because okay. you just can't beat him. I mean, Dame could be at one, tied with him, but like I don't know. I think Dame's a very close two as well. What do you? Are we yeah. not going from ten to one? What do you got? Yeah, no, we're going from ten to one. What do you guys think about that? Curry. At I one. think that. You agree? Disagree? I feel like. I feel like Damian Lillard is more clutch, but Steph Curry has a better three and better playmaking. Mm-hmm. Damian is definitely more clutch, though. We can say that. But Curry yeah. does have his moments. That's what, true, you, that's what, what is your thoughts on uh, number 10? For, or number one? I one mean, for one for Curry, I actually agree. agree. I mean, I have Curry at one, two, and Damian at two, because, like, Damian had, like, a spree of going, like, for, like, 50-point games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Curry just like you can't stop him really. He's got the titles, MVPs, got all that. And he's got a seven three and nine seventy three and nine season. Uh yeah, but at number two, I have Damian Lillard obviously. Very close to. Very hard That's to true. decipher those two. Mostly because of like his playmaking, sharpshooting, his skill all around. He's got uh, long range. Yeah. I think he's better. In like on the inside, like in the paint, than Curry, uh, and on defense. Yes, and on no. Defense. I feel like I feel like Curry's better on the inside than Dame, to be honest. Like the paint and he stuff, could, like the post. Yeah, he like could get finish? free and do layups. Okay, okay. Scoops behind. Curry, Curry, Curry does have a deadly floater, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but he has been injured most of the season, so that does like hit him. That is. Yeah, true. that's true. I was about to put him at two, but then I then I looked at his stats through the games that he played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just been insane the games that he actually played. Uh, yeah. It's tough to see that, you know, he got his hand injury most of the season. But we did see this. We did get to see him come back for, uh, I think it was a game or two uh, before this whole, like, you know, coronavirus and stuff started. But, uh, yeah, Dame's definitely solid, too. Almost one. Sure, two, um, two. I would say three, I have Trey. His okay. point is just very, very good. He reminds me of a Curry. Definitely lacks some yeah. defense, though. He could definitely be better on the defensive side of the ball. I, I, feel, like, I feel like he could beat Curry in shooting one day. Yeah, definitely. He could surpass him. But Curry, I would say, uh, has better defense. Uh, Trey has a really good, like, layup and really good, like, handles, though. So, I think he beats Curry. Like, when he, like, dribbles the ball through other people's legs. Yeah, no, that's when... But I feel like Curry still has him in all those categories, though. Mm -hmm. Maybe one day, you'll beat him. I don't... 
I don't know if I can see Trey passing Curry just because like Curry like still hasn't even finished his career yet. Yeah, but you and have I can to remember see him, like may- winning another title or something. Yeah, but you do have to remember True. that uh, Trey is only in his um his second year in the NBA, and Curry's like yeah. pretty deep in his career, sir. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. He's out. Uh, Trey Young is averaging almost thirty points and mm-hmm. almost ten assists. So, yeah. I mean, he's very, 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 very solid player. Probably, uh, I don't know if you could say that he has better playmaking than Curry, but he definitely has very, very good playmaking as well. You know, Personally, true. I do not have Trey at three. I uh, I don't have Trey at three. I have Westbrook at three. Westbrook at three? Because I think. I could see that. His three-point yeah, shooting could because Westbrook, definitely be better. It's, like, uh, god-awful. Yeah. But, like, everything else, like, he was, like, before Corona happened, like he was just going off, like he was the best point guard in the league for a bit. Who? That is true. Westbrook. Westbrook. Westbrook? I don't know if he was yeah, the like best. Towards, like, he was definitely I, top. I feel, I feel like, I feel like Damian, even when Curry was uninjured, was the best. But I still have Curry at number one. Mhm. Because um, because he like he ability. made the team all around better. Yeah, but like when he came back, better. when he came back, I think the first game, I think they exactly. lost, but it was very very close, and the Warriors were just like really bad this season because they really didn't. I have think that much. was a good. Yeah, I think that was true. good for them because yeah. Clay was injured, Curry was injured. I don't know what happened to Draymond, and now and, they have Wiggins, Wiggins, and then next yeah. season they're gonna be like, like have a whole squad, and then I mean, they just need to I drop mean, the Draymond second because they're gonna have a really good pick. Draymond is uh. Like not not that good anymore, I guess. He's on his downfall, definitely, but he can definitely still do it on the uh, defensive side of the ball. But I, I will think have... it's because he's just not in the playoffs. Mm, yeah, I will have to say though, um, Curry when he came back did really go off, and that really I think gave a jump start to the Warriors, which I feel like for the remainder of that season they definitely weren't gonna make the. Uh, Playoffs, especially in the West, but they could have made yeah. like they they could have won like a, a lot of those games. But it's definitely hurtful for their franchise. Which personally, I don't think they're gonna win another championship in the next at least five years because they're on a rebuild now. They do have Curry, they do have Wiggins, but they also they also have Clay. They do have Clay. Really prove himself. He didn't prove himself. Yeah, not yet. I feel but, like, but we don't know. How Clay's gonna be when he comes back from his injury? That's like, true. When D he, Rose, he might be decent. He might be All Star level. Like yeah, because when D Rose came back from his similar injury, obviously he just wasn't the same D Rose. He was still decent, you know, getting back into it, but sure. this wasn't the same one. And D Rose is a lot better now. Not like MVP, but like he's still pretty good. Not yeah. point guard. Yeah, definitely. But also the big hitter. For the Warriors was definitely losing KD. I know he went I mean, down with a uh, ACL tear, but yeah. still he was but one of the. Him, with him, I mean, on the rap uh, against the Raptors, they could have won that. Uh yeah. Because all the all the Raptors had was uh, Kawhi Leonard. Mhm. And uh, they did have Siakam. Decre- yes, Siakam and a decreasing um. Who is it? Kyle Lauer? No. Uh, what's his name? Marcus Gasol? 
Uh, yeah, Mark Stahl, I think. Yeah. Um. I mean. What do you guys think about the D'Lo trade, though? I don't know if that was a very good trade for the Warriors, because I feel like... Oh, actually, it may have been, because they do have Clay. I feel like they needed, I need, they needed to get rid of uh, guards to free up so uh, so Clay could come back and play shooting guard. Yeah, like but... Yeah, no, I think that was that was a good move, because they have an upcoming rookie in Eric Pascal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I think that their big killer for the Warriors, the biggest at least, was losing KD in the offseason. He was the best scorer in the league for the past few years. Like, he could score the ball from anything, inside, mid-range, three-pointer, you name it. He can score. He, but I feel he like, might be the greatest all-rounded player of all time. Like, I, all-rounded? I feel like that um, even without KD, I feel like they, they could still be an ace or even just miss the playoff with it. Ninth. Yeah, with, with Stephen Clay. With Stephen Clay. Mm-hmm. No, I I feel like if they get the right pieces, they still have a chance at the title. I don't see them not making the playoffs. I see them like top five seed in the. Yeah. Yeah. But um, if they get a high draft pick, if this game does, if the uh, season doesn't resume, and they get a high draft pick, I feel like they they need to draft uh what's his name Anthony Edwards. Does he like a power forward? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Or yeah, isn't there a James very Wiseman? good center? No? Yeah. yeah, very good center. Yeah, I think they should go with James Wiseman. I would uh, say Lamelo. Yeah. I think he might be the best in the draft, but. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, they, they really like we don't spoke enough about the Warriors. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that brings us to our number four spot, which for me, I have Kyrie. Um, he really hasn't proved himself probably enough for the next for me to put him in the top three point guards right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, he definitely has you have Ky- What? You have Kyrie over this season? Uh, yeah. Because he still has performed, but, you know, he, he's a better three-point shooter than Westbrook. He's obviously got better handles. He doesn't have as good as an inside game, but he does have, like, really good layups. But obviously Westbrook's yeah. explosive. He, uh, Kyrie's more crafty than Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook, I would say. He could slide by defenders like nothing. Yeah, no, Kyrie has the more, best handles in the league. Yes, definitely more crafty, definitely more of a playmaker. Uh, but he still hasn't proved himself enough with the Nets. But it will be interesting to see whenever the next season, whenever they start out next season, uh, him and KD paired. That'll be very because actually, interesting. Uh, I didn't Kyrie call out uh, Kemba. Mm-hmm. It'll, he wanted a one v one Kemba. I feel like that would be a good 1v1, but I feel like Kyrie might come out on top, probably. Yeah, because I feel like Kemba is like a little worse version of Kyrie, I would say. A little Mm -hmm. worse uh, in every category. But he's a better team player. Yes, he's definitely better fit for the Celtics than Kyrie. Uh, That's why they have been way better than they were the past two years with Kyrie. Ah. I, I actually feel like Kyrie is better than as a sidekick than a star player. Yeah, like um, I can see that. Like LeBron and Kyrie, then KD and Ky- Kyrie. Yeah, I think I Kyrie like will be very sidekick. good. Yeah, I think he'll be a very nice addition to already like that team with KD, Spencer Dinwiddie, which I think is coming off the bench now. Joe Harris, Jared and, Allen, DeAndre uh, Jordan. Yeah, Jared Allen. Chris Levert as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like Kemba can't be the star 
either, which is like which I like about the Celtics because Jason Tatum's like really good now. Yeah. Like he was like he's had like a big jump in his game, and I feel like the Celtics have a good chance at the final, but they have to go through Giannis. Yes, Giannis. Uh, I feel like if the playoffs were to happen this year, the Eastern Conference Final would be the Celtics and the Bucks, but I think the Bucks would probably come out on top because they've just been an absolute monster. I, I would. I team. would predict. I would predict uh, three, four. It would go down to the seventh. Who do you think will win out of those seven games? Uh, um, definitely the Bucks. Yeah, but it's I feel like it would be a close game. Honestly, something that not many people are talking about. I think the Bucks took a pretty big loss this year, or last off season in Malcolm Brogdon. He's like really good now for the Pacers. Yeah, he he's a yeah. he's a good role player. I would say. Yeah, a, definitely. A mediocre team like the Pacers. Mm-hmm. He can't be a top two player for a title, like a title contender, in my opinion. No, but he's definitely a very good supporting piece. And now that they're starting nah, that, shooting guard, definitely like not Wesley top Matthews. Two. Yeah, they're starting shooting guards with Wesley Matthews now. So if they can't, oh, actually, I think it's to Divincenzo. No, 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 Divincenzo. I'm pretty sure comes off their bench. But like, if Malcolm Brogdon were starting for that team. They definitely won so many games, but I feel like they could have won more, just because he brings so sure. much to the table. But the but the Pacers are like a, I would say like a middle fifth seed team. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they got a big gain of a role player, yeah. in Malcolm Brogdon, mm-hmm. whatever his name is. Malcolm Brogdon. Wait, John, who'd you have at yeah. three? I had Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then who'd you have four? Trey. Yeah. I have Trey on as well. I feel like I feel like Trey is too young to get over Kyrie this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Kyrie is um, definitely one of the best handlers or uh, ball handler handlers of all time, and he's a mm-hmm. really good scorer. But in the next season, I I will actually put Trey Young over Kyrie because I know Trey Young is going to develop into yeah. a star. Yeah, he's Ky- definitely going to excel for the Hawks. The Hawks very smart. Well, actually, I don't know if Luka would have been a good fit for the Hawks. Yeah. I think Trey might have been a better fit, but if they kept Luka and how Luka's developing now, they could have traded him for a lot, like, like a lot of assets, if he wasn't working That's out true. for them. But I feel like um, Trey Young next season is going to be better because Kyrie's more like a sidekick star. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, kind of like a, kind of like a, what's his name? A Clay and Steph. Like a duo? On a deal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know, I see that. Because mm-hmm. obviously Steph is better than Clay, and then mm-hmm. obviously KD's better than Kyrie. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like Kyrie is more of a sidekick. Yeah. And Trey's more of an all-star. Because mm-hmm. when Kyrie... Was on the Celtics. I don't know if he was uh, mature enough to take that role as their go-to guy. But exactly. Like, I feel like Isaiah Thomas Celtics is is better than Kyrie Irving yeah. Celtics. Mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. But when Kyrie was on the Cavs, he performed so well because he wasn't the go-to man. That was LeBron. But LeBron obviously exactly. fits that role perfectly. Because he's a... Great, great playmaker LeBron is. Of course, yeah, great, great, great yeah. And I we think do he's know, like super close to the double. Mm-hmm. And we do know that 
Kyrie did hit that clutch shot, though, in the finals against that Warriors team. True, true, true. All right, well, that brings okay. us to our number five spot, which for me, I have Russell Westbrook. I okay. I could have put him over Kyrie, but, I mean, when you're looking at, like, stats and stuff, his percentages aren't the best from three. You could 100% get those up. But I feel like him on the Rockets is better because now he's like a sidekick to James Harden, and James Harden could pass a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he, I feel like he... He he kind of is determined to make those shots. Yeah, because, he definitely makes um, clutch threes when he wants to. He's not sure. scared to take it. Yeah, no, he's not, he's not scared, scared to take, take the threes. threes. But Even he's though, also not like your go-to guy for three pointers. It's obviously James Harden. Exactly, because James Harden is the go-to guy on the Rockets. Yeah, on that... the Rockets they have. Hmm. On the what? Rockets they have Eric Gordon and PJ Tucker, and Harden yeah. threes. So. Yeah, I think it was a bad move for the Rockets to trade Clint Capella because the only center on the roster now is Tyson Chandler. It's P.J. Tucker. No, it's Tyson Chandler, like real center. No, I thought P.J. Tucker is playing center now. He does, yeah, he starts, but Tyson Chandler, I think they should start Tyson Chandler because when you're going against a team with an elite center like the 76ers, P.J. Tucker's just not going to guard him very well. Yeah, he's like like 6'8", I think, 6'10". Who? You really can't, uh, PJ Tucker. No, I think I'm pretty sure six six. The tallest player on the court for the Rockets, I'm pretty sure, is Robert Covington. Yeah, six seven, but he he doesn't fill the uh, center role. It's PJ Tucker. Actually, PJ Tucker is six five. I feel like oh six four. That's like more a guard, a like small forward, guard. power forward, or kind of guard, thing. It's pushing forward. it. Yeah, pushing it for uh power forward. Yeah, no, I definitely. I feel like he cannot play. He cannot play uh, yeah, no, center on that team. That. He he's uh, a good uh, sh- uh stretch four mm-hmm. for the team. He could definitely space out. Yeah. But I don't think it's a good fit for uh for the Rockets. I feel like they should get like a big center. Yeah. Rebounding. Yeah. This offseason, I don't know how it's going to go because of the whole coronavirus thing and canceling the season, but they definitely should sign like at least like a mediocre center. They need I feel like a good fit. A good fit for the Rockets is like a JaVale McGee. I think that'd be perfect for him. No, I feel like the good fit is they like could sign him is uh, DeMarcus Cousins because the Lakers released him. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can see that, which they can even sign them, sign him when, like, the season starts, because he's still there in free agency, just sitting, which, like, he's, true, a, he's still a very good center in the league, not a top one, but for a team like the Rockets, which their best center on roster-wise is Tyson Chandler, Tyson Chandler's very good, but he's just not elite anymore. He used to be pretty, like, very good on, like, the Suns stuff. On the Mavericks. Yeah, on the, the Mavericks, Suns. On the Knicks. Yeah, Knicks, he was pretty good, but... Even the Knicks, he was kind of mediocre, I would say. Not, like, above average when he was on the Suns and the Ma- Mavericks. Even on the Knicks, he was mediocre, I would say. Yeah, but no, DeMarcus Cousins is a guy that can get it done on offense in the paint. And defense, meaning like he actually has a little, little bit of a shot too. 
Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But, like, he can rebound the ball very greatly. And that's, I think, the problem for the Rockets. They don't really have a rebounder. Cause they don't I feel like center. they're, like, a kind of a small ball team. Because mm-hmm. who's their tallest player? Uh, Robert Covington. Well, yeah, on the on the starters. They don't even play Tyson Chandler. I, see, I don't, I don't get that. I feel like if I was the GM or the coach, I would start Tyson Chandler. Yeah, even though Robert he's Covington. not that good, he could probably still grab you more boards than P.J. Tucker. Then, exactly. Well, I feel like they, for a reason they they uh, went for the small ball. I feel like they're trying something new, you know, like against the other teams because, yeah. like, no one else is running a small ball lineup. Like, yeah, But they are screwed if they go against, like, I mean – Who's like a, yeah. like the Nuggets? Like they're screwed because Jokic. Still, if they if they want to run a small ball lineup, they need to be able to score because they yeah. don't have defense. If you have a small ball and you don't can't grab rebounds, so you need to be above average scoring. And you need to be Westbrook can rebound. You do need to be uh, see, but like see against against centers, he cannot rebound. No, there's no way he's not getting a rebound over a center, and most likely. If, like, let's say, like, Jamal Murray is taking a three and it's Jokic and Westbrook in the paint, Westbrook definitely has a better vertical, but Jokic is so much taller and he's got, you know, he can jump, obviously. Exactly. He will grab the board over him. Or, like, Joel Embiid, he will grab the board over him. Sure, even, like, the Lakers, Jamal McGee. Yeah, definitely. But Westbrook does have that explosiveness that can, like, get him really up for a rebound. But he's just not getting one over, like, Joel Embiid, Jokic. I mean, even JaVale, yeah. Or AD. Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns. He's not grabbing one. I forgot about him. I did forget about him. All right, well, brings us off to number number six, which I have Kemba Walker. He has just been great for the Celtics this year. Amazing. Yeah, he's he's a great team player. Yeah, definitely. Perfect fit. A, amazing fit because he can distribute the ball to so many good Celtics players like Jalen Brown. Like like, a, like again, I said, I feel Kyrie was not a good fit on there. He was always hogging the ball. Mm-hmm. I watch a few. I watch a few games with Kyrie. I, he he just he should just go back to being a sidekick. I feel. Yeah, no, he's definitely better as that, but like. Kemba has so many players to distribute to, and he's such a good distributor, such a good playmaker, Kemba Walker. He has he, Jalen Brown. He has Jason Tatum. He has uh, Daniel Tice if they're starting him. Sometimes they start Ennis Cantor. Uh, they have a lot of people that he can distribute I feel to. Like, uh, I feel like they should have traded Ennis Cantor off the team and try to get Andre Drummond or uh, Clint Capella type of center. Or, yeah. a package. Be- Mm-hmm. I think they should have, yeah, but I think since Andre Drummond was, like, pretty much guaranteed to get traded, like, he, like, they yeah. knew that they were going to trade him, I think the Celtics should have pursued him. him. Yeah, no, I don't know why. The Pistons, that was a, not a very, they didn't get much in return from the Cavs, but, like. They could have, they could have been an eighth seed with uh, D-Rose, Blake, Blake Griffin's injured right now, right? Yeah. Well, even without him, they had um, uh, Derrick Rose, which has proven himself this season. Definitely. And uh, Andre Drummond, and uh, mm-hmm. wasn't isn't Roger Jackson on that team too? 
Yes, he's yeah. a shooting guard. He's a great role player, I think. Mm-hmm. He, like, glues the team. Exactly. But I do think that the Celtics have to get rid of Gordon Hayward's contract. As good as he yeah. may have been before his foot injury, he's just not performing. And I'm pretty sure he's the second highest paid player in the league behind Curry. which And John that, Wall. Yes. Or no, John Wall's thing doesn't kick until next year, but he will be the third most next year. But that's exactly. another thing. John Wall, he, his talent's being wasted because of his big injury. But back to Andre Drummond, he... I think the Celtics should have pursued him, maybe Hayward and packaged like two picks or three picks. They should have. Exactly. Because that's the only way that the money would have worked. Because Andre Drummond's on a pretty hefty contract. But. Yeah. I don't know if he's overpaid, but he is very good for the money that he's making. He, he's one of the best rebounders of all time. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Are you with, no. with that? He's definitely one of, the best one of the best rebounders. I, I agree of all with time. you. I agree with you about that. All right, well, at seven, right? Yeah, seven, I have Ben Simmons. This, oh, ben Simmons? Yes, this season, I don't know if I'd put him over Kemba just because Kemba has led the Celtics to such great things. Like, the Celtics at one point were, like, a week straight, or, like, two weeks straight, the best team in the whole league, like, record-wise. Exactly. They, and, they didn't – they weren't undefeated. Yeah, for, like, a so, long span. Like, for like nine, ten games, I think. Yeah, no, I think you're right on that. I remember that. Um, being a Celtics fan myself, but Simmons definitely deserves the seven spot because he's very good, but like he plays more like a power forward than a point guard, which is kind of a problem. He's he's a good playmaker, but when it comes to the three ball, we all know like it's just not happening. <laughs> It's it's horrendous. It's very bad to watch. But he did make two this season, which is two more than last season. That's so, true. I mean, true. in my opinion, kind I of feel like... on it, I, I think. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I feel like the Sixers, like, when it comes to, like, like, like that like, final minutes or something, you can't really play him because if you need a three, like, you can't give him the he, ball. He, yeah, he's not your guy. He's not your guy. I would rather give it to Joel than uh, Ben Simmons. Yeah, I feel like yeah, the Sixers have a very good core, very good rebounding, very good inside game, but they lack the outside game. They definitely have some people that can shoot the ball, but they need, like, a key three-point shooter. Like, if you look at the top teams in the league, they have a key three-point shooter. Like, the Lakers, you can argue that it's Danny Green. The uh, Bucks. I feel like it is Danny Green. Yeah, the Bucks, you could say it's... um. I mean, you could say Brooke Lopez. No, or uh, he's, a, he's a good spacer. Good. He's a good spacer. Very good spacer. Uh, like Nasim said, Ilyasova, very good. I feel like none of the point shooter. guards on the Bucks are mediocre to bad at three-pointers. But I mm-hmm. feel like they could get a shot, a three-point shot done, unlike Ben Simmons. Yes, I feel like the firepower... On defense of Eric Bledsoe for the Bucks is really what drives their defense. Giannis is very good on the defensive side of the ball, and that's why Giannis is just such a good player. He's developing his three pretty well. He obviously has an amazing inside game, and he plays pretty good defense. Exactly, and yeah. isn't he around seven foot playing small forward? Yeah, he's like seven or foot or six eleven. 
He's like six level playing like... power forward. Mm-hmm. And he and originally he played small forward, I think. Yeah, no, he did. You're right. But actually, like developed, like you know, got you know bigger, exactly. bulky, and everything. When when he was forward. first drafted, when he was first drafted, I think we all thought that he was going to be a bust. Yes, and I At think the 15. Celtics. Yes, the Celtics got really uh, screwed in that draft because they took Kelly Olynyk so high, which at the time he was one of the top prospects. Just exactly. like, but then he developed into nothing. Yeah, and just like OJ Mayo. I think you need to go for the. I feel like the Bucks were really smart in that situation. We're going mm-hmm. for the long, long development yeah. instead of the short. And uh, even like short star, yeah. Long, but even like is bad. Giannis, he took longer than normal high picks to develop, but yeah. not like as long as I don't know how to say this, but like not like as he didn't take that long to develop basketball wise. Because if you're drafted at like twenty, and you're a very yeah. good player, you're probably staying in the league till like around forty, right? So, you think Giannis maybe had two or three years to develop really greatly, really nicely for the yeah. Bucks. So, he's still got 16 years in him, 15, maybe 17 stretching it. But, like, you look at LeBron. Yeah, he's how, he's how one of the greatest players. I forget how old is he. I don't know. You can fact check that. But he, LeBron is one of the greatest players of all time, right? He's still... Yeah. He still was an MVP contender this year, being 35, yeah. LeBron. See, that's exactly. that's what I feel like Giannis is going to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like soon mm. we can be saying, like, Giannis is a top five player all time. If I he feel keeps like uh, he's, uh, Giannis is actually 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's going to go into the league 10 more years max, I think. Really? 35? Yes. Because uh, I feel like LeBron has longevity, mm-hmm. but I feel like Giannis is gonna. I think he's gonna go to another team if he doesn't win the finals this year. And uh, and I feel like he's gonna win a couple of championships. Yeah, but we also team, don't like. We also don't know if there's gonna be a finals this year. You know what I mean? Because of the whole yeah, but if if. If there was, I feel like it, if he didn't make the finals, mm-hmm. he he's going. If the if the season was still resumed, I feel like he wouldn't um stay there. He would go to another team like LeBron with the Heat, mm-hmm. formed a super team and won a couple championships, and then go back to a bad team when he was in his prime. I would say. Mhm. Definitely. And, I can't uh, see Giannis doing that though. I don't know why. I feel like he's just going to be like like Kobe, how he stayed with the Lakers his entire career. I can see Giannis doing the same. See, I could see that too. But only – see, Kobe won three championships in his uh, – with, uh, with Shaq. Yeah, in the uh, 2000s, mid early 2000s. And he still stayed on there because he believed. But Giannis mm-hmm. is still in his young years, right? Yeah, So definitely. I feel like if he doesn't win a finals – He's gonna try to win a win a chi- win a chip or a championship, so he could seclude his um, Hall of Fame status. Mm-hmm. Uh definitely though, he could end up like a Kareem, 
Kareem was so good, so good for the Bucks, right? But yeah. he wanted that winning mentality, so he went to he a winning had one. team. What? He only won one in Milwaukee. No, I know, but he wanted, like, obviously he wanted more. He went to a team so that's when he like the Lakers. the Lakers. Yes, he went to the Lakers to win more. Even it's though Madden. he lost to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all right. So uh, that number means- seven. I didn't do my number seven yet. But number seven, I have Chris Paul. I feel like Chris Paul is an underrated player. Number right seven, now. I have Ja Morant. Number that high? I have, you know, I had Simmons at seven. I had Chris Paul oh. at eight, not seven. Because while I feel he, like Chris Paul. Right, you can go. All right. Well, while he did carry that OKC team, well, I mean, you could say that he carried it, but you also they, have they already had potential roles. though. They already had potential. Yeah, With, no, uh, they definitely had young untapped potential like Shea. Uh, yeah, they Shea, had. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dennis Schroeder's really not young, but he was very good supporting piece, and so was Stephen Adams. I feel Adams. like he's a good. Uh... He's a good point guard role player. Yeah, I definitely. Like, um, Steven Adams is a good uh, rebounding mm-hmm. center, and he's a and he's a decent so- scorer. He's definitely one of the more elite rebounding centers in the league right now. But um, no, nah, I have Chris Paul at eight. Uh, yeah, eight. I just think Simmons is better than him because I feel like Simmons has more defense, but Chris Paul is also very clutch. And then John, before we were, you, you said before we were talking. About- we should do a Jot 7, right? Yeah, because I feel like people were hyping up Zion too much, but they were kind of low-balling ja. uh, John Morant, mm-hmm. and he exploded yeah. on the Grizzlies. They and, ma- He made the Grizzlies around uh, eighth. Yeah, they, they were, like, contending for eighth with the Pelicans. Exactly. But uh, I feel... uh, Yeah, no, definitely I agree with you that they were low-balling on John, just, like really going for Zion to be really great, which Zion is like pretty he, great, but... Uh, I feel like they really... I feel like he really, uh Zion will definitely be an all-star, mm-hmm. but I feel like he can't be like a, like a star of a team because he doesn't have that much of a shot. Maybe he works on it, but he's kind of a little... Not to be rude, but kind of a little overweight for a power forward. He's almost 300 pounds. Yeah, and he's only six seven. Exactly. Yeah. He could I mean, he is like, explosive. Develop but... though, like more, like his three pointer. If he can develop that three pointer, I could see him like, not to be rude again, but like Jokic is pretty, you know, not the most fit player, right? But he's yeah. still so good. But the thing is, he's he's a little bit tall, or isn't he around seven foot, Jokic? Yeah, but yeah. he's still pretty like. You know, big, like wide for his size. Yeah. Just you can make the same argument with Zion though. But John, you said you had Jot seven, right? Yeah. I have Jot nine because I think that he really he's definitely shown those bursts of superstar talent, but yeah. I don't think he's proved himself fully yet. But I feel like people were hyping up Zion too much. And people are still low-balling John Moran, even though he, I feel like he's cemented to win Rookie of the Year. Yeah, no, I definitely Because all that people want is Zion. Year. They don't really care about Zion anymore because, like, you know, Zion's back now. 
And he was like one of the like most hyped up players ever. Mm-hmm. And, and I then think, he just got injured. Yeah, and I think because like people like or I should say companies like ESPN, Sports Center, yeah. all those companies were just hyping up Zion so much in high school that they just kinda had to keep going with it in the NBA. But um they really weren't focusing on Ja. Even though yeah. he's really gonna be rookie of the year. You can like, make the uh, claim that Zion's gonna be it. But he just hasn't played enough games to show up. Uh, exactly. Jack. I feel like uh, they they both play at Duke, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like uh, Jaw was more of his sidekick in the bloom of hype. Mm-hmm. No, I Zion don't think Jaw didn't play for uh, Duke. RJ played for Duke. Yeah. Oh. Jaw played for uh, Murray State. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My fault. Yeah, no. You get mixed up sometimes. No, state- but I feel like Chris Paul. Uh, who did you uh, have numbers at 10? Oh, no, I had 10? Jamal Murray. Yeah, I had Jamal I had Murray ja, as well. I have Ja at 10. I feel like Ja is like, just a rookie and all, and like he, he got his team to the A seed, and like that's like really good for a rookie. Uh-huh. But I just don't see him being better than any of the players I have above. Because like Chris Paul, like you can argue that Ja might be a bit more skilled, but Chris Paul's like talent doesn't always show on the stats because like, he's just a leader. And okay. I feel like he helped Shea develop. Yeah, yeah. Kind, kind, kind of like, I feel like Kemba Walker with a t- teammate. Literally, like, basically the same situation. Yeah. Yeah, pretty close. Even though Chris, like Chris, Chris Paul's Paul, a little bit, little bit older than Kemba. Mm-hmm. But in Chris John's... Chris Paul's got a massive contract, too. Yeah, Chris Paul does have a massive contract. But what John was saying, he has John, uh, Jamal Murray at 10, which is concluding our list. And the same you said you had Ja at 10. I also have Jamal Murray at 10. I think that Ja has been better than Jamal Murray this season because Jamal Murray definitely has that. He has re- uh, pretty good defense. He's definitely got the scoring. But I feel like Jaws got such a good inside game. He can shoot the ball. He's got really good defending, really good rebounding. I just feel like he shows him up, not by much, but by a bit in every stat. But, yeah. I, I feel like Ja, ja is uh, the next Russell Westbrook, but with uh, mm-hmm. sh- with a shot. Yeah. Also, uh, I have Ben Simmons at eight, and I also have Kyle Lowry at nine. Okay. I mean, see, like, Kyle I feel Lowry. Like Kyle Lowry is top twenty. Really? Top twenty point guards. Yes. He he got a lot of hype up because he was he was a champion. He was um, NBA champion, and I feel mm-hmm. like even though he was the first seed a mm-hmm. year before Kawhi, he got swept swept by uh. By LeBron. Yeah, and that's true. I feel like he lost one of his best friends, DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. But that was also that a very a good move. Hold on. That was actually a very good move for the Raptors. Because exactly, Ka- Kawhi not Leonard. For, one of the most not elite for, players. Uh, not for Kyle Lowry individually. Yeah, no. That I feel like Kyle Lowry. Took a toll on him. Kyle, Kyle Lowry, I feel like... Like, he used to be, like, known as, like, like, he doesn't do anything in the playoffs. But I feel like this season, like, Kawhi Leonard was just perfect for him. Because, like, Kawhi Leonard, like, he just, like, shows off in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Kyle Lowry did the same. Like, I feel like he was so clutch as well. Like, yes, Kawhi Leonard dropped, like, 50 and 40s and everything. But, like, Kyle Lowry, like, I feel like he was, like, like almost like the leader of the team. But when it comes to, like, the playing, Kawhi was. Mm-hmm. Like, he's almost like, like Chris Paul. Like he's a Chris Paul type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but, uh, yeah, guys, that's gonna conclude our lists and also our first episode of the Three Stooges NBA Show podcast. And, and the next, next and the next episode will be shooting guards and then so on and so forth of all the positions. Yes. And then maybe we can do all time. Never uh-huh. know. Yeah. And if you guys have any suggestions for us to do shows, we will definitely be looking at them. And you guys should uh, subscribe if you like what you see. Um. Yeah. Uh, see That's you next really time. It. See you next episode. <laughs>